Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is the podcast that that we needed. We needed Lincoln. We needed Lincoln's I told you so. He knew this was going to happen. He knew this was where we were headed. He knew, unfortunately, that all of this horrendous, horrible, dangerous, deadly, dumb, deranged, deplorable shit was going to happen. So without any further ado, there is no need for me to ramble on. Lincoln is going to Lincoln is just going to lay it down about what happened at the Capitol, why it happened and um, where we might end up from here. Okay, so let's I'm starting. I'm just going to let people know that the acoustics, let me apologize in advance. I'm literally sitting in the driveway in my Jeep with the windows closed so that we can have an open, honest, ranty conversation where we can say what we want without me having to get yelled at by another grown-up. So uh, let's I don't even know. Everybody wants to hear what you have to what you have to say about whatever that attempted whatever that white domestic terrorism was that people want to call like a coup, a mob, a riot. It was none of those things. It was literally the most white privileged white domestic terror event to ever, ever, ever happen. I'm guessing in the history of this country, short of like anything the Ku Klux Klan did. Well, I mean, you could argue that that. I mean, white, you know, that's a high bar. This white terrorism is, is as American as apple pie um, and, and baseball. Uh, but so, I, I want to go back to this question of white privilege because it was a festival of white privilege yesterday. And and the obvious that, that, that we all saw was that, I mean, it's just so obvious you didn't have to say it, but, but those people would have been shot, gassed, et cetera, if they were they were let in they were let they were let in, in. But, but but let's let's so i want to just raise two other points right one it's not just those people the people those people we saw yesterday on television who are benefiting from white privilege it's the josh hawley's it's the ted cruz's it's this whole political party that encouraged facilitated pushed these people to do this yesterday none of those people will be held accountable either there's not going to be any 25th Amendment. There's not going to be censure of any of these members of Congress. Most of them won't even lose an election. Well, what? Every single one of those fucking idiots is expendable to every single one of the people that you just mentioned, Most, m- mostly by Donald Trump. He doesn't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. No, but, but they don't. But, but it's, yeah, of course. But, but we need to recognize that there is not going – none of these people, Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, they deliberately spread lies so as to create – a riot that would that, that invaded the American Capitol, and they will be held zero accountability. But there's one other point I want to raise here, which is that for 20 years, roughly, we have been – I, I – I'm not going to say we, collectively, I have been reading reports about the relationship, the intertwining between the white supremacist forces and our security forces. When I was out in California in uh, late September, I had a socially distanced visit in Golden Gate Park with a friend of mine. Who is who has worked on uh, security, like, in who has worked in the security sector overseas a lot? He's not a military guy, but he knows a lot of people. And he was telling me, you know, Lincoln, because I was concerned then about the post-election stuff. And he was saying, you know, all of these, all of these security forces have been infiltrated by the white supremacist forces. And he was giving me data and facts and examples, and that's what we saw yesterday. What happened yesterday happened doesn't happen. Yes, they got cut a lot of slack because they're white, but it goes deeper than that, right? They 
We need an investigation to purge our security forces of these un- of these racist white supremacist elements because that's what facilitated people voted them in lincoln these people got elected no i'm not talking about the members of congress i know you're not but i think also that's the fucking problem but 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 you should not but but if you are but when but the police forces the capitol police the national guard the border police the military at the at the rank and file are heavily infiltrated by white supremacist groups and then they talk to these other white supremacist groups and they agree not to, to, to look the other way when they storm yeah, the yeah i definitely agree with you yesterday. on that and we need to get to the bottom of that we need to recognize that so that's point one or point one b i i also have to say that that like i was really struck immediately after when, when they were able to go back and, and, and start the discussion again such as it was people on both sides of the aisle saying okay this isn't America. This isn't who we are. Whole co- rest of the world sees us as a beacon of democracy. Let's cut that bullshit. Yeah. Right? This is exactly who we are, right? I mean, uh, to paraphrase our idiot fascist president, we are who we are, right? Yeah. You don't get to do something. I mean, if you if you are somebody who walks into who who lives who leads a, a a kind of relatively normal life, and then you commit an act of violence you're both the person who led the normal life and who committed the act of violence right right and that is america this is who we are we are a country where white supremacy is a founding founding idea and as upsetting as that may be that is true and let me tell you something else like you i've traveled a lot right i'm not a member of the senate or of the congress i'm i'm i've gone as an academic you know to give a talk or or to teach or to uh, work or to study or even just to go on vacation. I've been to a lot of countries. I'm not going to give you the whole list all over the world. Right. Almost every region. And so therefore, when people talk to me, they're not talking to somebody important always. They don't see it. That. I'm not. You know, I'm some dude. No, you're important. Every, we think you're important. But but go I'm ahead. Not, I'm not a senator. People aren't vetted before they speak to me. Right. I can tell you stories not here of what people have said you know, over the years. But let me tell you something. This idea that the world sees America as a beacon of democracy is a dangerous American fantasy. The world, in my experience, understands America to be the complex and contradictory place that it is, that all Americans understand it to be. And that is significant. I mean, let me tell you something. Everyone in the world, you know, I'm exaggerating, people all over the world understand the racist history of the United States, particularly people who aren't white, right? It is hard if you are, I don't know, sitting in Kenya or I'll give you a real example. I was in Jamaica last summer of 2019 for work, right? Right. And I had two Jamaican colleagues. I was working very – and another American guy uh, who and, – and, and the Jamaican colleagues were really good people, really smart people. And, and we worked very closely together for three weeks. But we had kind of a running joke because they would say to me, so is this a shithole country? Because of the comments Trump had made, right? Now, now these are people – Jamaica is close to the United States. We share a language, and, and they have family here. Right. So they've been here a few times and they, they understood they, they knew who they knew who people like me and my colleague were. You know, they knew we were we were good. We didn't right. Trump people. But but and they were able to joke about it with us. But they they understand that, you know, you know, I mean, one of the guys told me, he said, you know, I remember driving from telling me driving from New York to Ohio with a cousin of his who was obviously also Jamaican. And he said, you know, we were asked, we just were pulled over for no reason, had to empty out the car because we were black. Yeah. Right. Like. 
And he goes and he tells his friends in Jamaica or whatever country, right? So the world knows we're racist. People who I, I talk about politics all the world. Everyone understands the electoral college is a bad idea, right? It's right. undemocratic. Every, when I can't tell you how many countries I was in in the early part of this century when people said, why are you talking to us about democracy when your president is in there because he stole the election, meaning George W. Bush. So we need to get this idea out of our heads that we are some beacon of democracy. And, 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 and the reason we have to do that is because the truth is that we are a country with a lot of people, with a lot of strengths and a lot of problems, like every other fucking country. Right. Okay, here's – okay. And we need to address – and we can't address those problems until we get this mythology out of our heads. Okay, here's a problem that I have, and this is also one of the reasons why I'm sitting in my car and talking about it. I, I cannot understand how if people that you've mentioned before, Ted Cruz, Hawley, Jim Jordan, Tim Scott, all of these other people have supported this bullshit for four years, and all of a sudden, after last night, stand up, and now all of a sudden have seen the light, and it's enough is enough. All of a sudden, people are like, good for them. Good for this guy. I sat downstairs last night seething, and I was like, good for them? Fuck them. Well, well, well I, I agree with you. And but what was Mitt I... Romney thinking, standing behind Josh Hawley last night, as this motherfucker went to talk about his mixed messaging of, this is not the way you handle it, but the election in Pennsylvania was completely fucking rigged. Okay. Mitt Romney okay, should have smacked that motherfucker in the back of the head and pushed him away from the fucking microphone. I agree with you. If you thought as of January 4th of this year, 2021, that what Trump was basically okay, then you are complicit in what happened on Wednesday, regardless of what you said Wednesday night, right? You are complicit in that. And, and, I, and I urge you, I read a just piece in Brooklyn Vegan, um, the, this is going to get into the weeds here of a, of, a, of a punk rock history, but the dead Kennedys, which are the, 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 legendary San Francisco punk rock band and really the most visible, very political, radical punk rock band of the time. And there was a bitter falling out between the two, the, the guy who really was the public face of it. And so he lost the copyright. So the Dead Kennedys Twitter feed does not belong to Jello Biafra, who everyone associates with Dead Kennedys. And they tweeted something out, the Dead Kennedys Twitter feed, congratulating Romney. And then Jello made a statement, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. So... So I very much agree with you. But if what the hell? Are, but why does CNN? But they now, cover the shit. They gave Josh Hawley that podium and that platform. But let me ask another question. I agree with you. Let me ask another question, though. So I heard people yesterday in the Senate, in the evening, late night, saying, I came here prepared to support these objections, and now I don't. So what you saw when you those people, that made you change your mind? That's, I'm sorry. Because the fact is, if you really thought there was election fraud, you would still say it, right? But when you saw the violence you'd unleashed, you moved back from your opinion, like Shelley Loeffler, this moron former senator from Georgia, right? And the reason is she never believed it in the first place. They were just lying to the American people for their own short-term political good, and they were playing with fire. And the problem with these people, these powerful rich Republicans, is that when they play with fire, somebody else gets burned. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, this woman, else. this other woman actually died. I mean, forget yeah. playing with fire. This, for whatever, she lost her life. First of all, sorry, not sorry. She was one of them. So, I mean, the idiots on parade are, are thank God they're so stupid. I have to say, and I know you know, call, uh, like, 
the whole cult thing and everything. I, I think because they had no plan and because they right. followed another idiot who also has no plan, this could have gone I mean, way I worse. You would say, thank God they're so, they're so stupid. I don't disagree, but I would say this. Thank God this didn't happen on November 15th. That's my anniversary. That would have been a bummer. Yeah. But, um, but on November 10th, in the Michigan State House, in the Pennsylvania, what if they'd stormed that Pennsylvania counting area? Well, they were saying that they were saying that Michigan was just like practice and preparation, and now they're saying that they're coming back and they're going to come back. But, but, but Trump is, tactically speaking, an idiot, and he waited too long here. You know, and, and, and so, but, but this is how close we are, and, and I believe, or I'm worried, that this is – okay, let me take a deep breath. Okay. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Oh, go ahead. I'm so I'm so amped up. Go ahead. You go, you relax for the both of us. There. This is not a turning point. Okay. This is not going to shake America back to sanity. This is not going to shake the Republican Party back to sanity. There, within a week, they will be back at it. They will continue to call Biden's presidency illegitimate once they get in office. They will make sure that a third of the people believe that, right? If you listen to Ted Cruz, now Ted Cruz, and I don't know if everyone knows this, Ted Cruz, according to the Republicans and the right-wing kind of media, is one of the smart ones because he was like a debater at Harvard, right? Now think about that. If, if, if on your side Ted Cruz is one of the smart guys, you're in pretty bad shape. Right. And I also would remind you, I'm paraphrasing, but Ted Cruz's college roommate, I don't know if you know this Yeah. Guy, he's in Hollywood. And during the 2016 campaign, he tweeted, to be, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm going to get it pretty close to right. He said, to be clear, I disagree with everything, with every political opinion of that Ted Cruz has. But even if I agreed with him, I'd hate him because he's an asshole, right? That's what people think about Ted Cruz. But his argument was, we've spent two months telling people this election was stolen, and now 40% of the elected people believe it was stolen. And we can't ignore the majority that believes it was stolen. So let's break that down. First of all, 40% isn't a majority. But secondly, you don't investigate election fraud because people believe there was election fraud, because a minority believes there was election fraud after you've had two months of, of investigating and finding nothing, right? Right. But, but, but the key is the only reason those people believe there was election fraud is because there was a disinformation campaign from the White House, led from the White House, and all these Republicans signed on for it. Onto it, and I want to point a finger at someone else here, Mitch McConnell, oh. who has been spending a lot of time trying to make sure he trying to re re rehabilitate his reputation. You know, when Mitch McConnell said we should recognize the outcome of this election, December fifteenth. Like it was clear by November tenth that this election was fair and that Trump had lost. He waited another month after the electoral college, you know, had had made his decision. All of these people were complicit. Every single So how do you – they're complicit, but the whole fucking thing is – and I agree with you. They'll never be held accountable. They Probably will not. never they, – they literally – it's almost like sending people to the slaughter. It is. The woman got slaughtered by somebody in her own stupid fucking camp, but they sent the sheep to the slaughter to sit in some chairs, to rummage through some desks – I mean, literally, the tweets about that idiot Chewbacca guy with the horns on his head, that they were like, the Capitol building was taken over by Duck Dynasty and Chewbacca in a waving a Trump flag, and we spent $7 trillion on a defense budget, and we couldn't even defend the fucking Capitol. I mean, it's probably not $7 trillion. Someone will probably correct me. But you know, you get my point. Right. And, and we, did, we couldn't defend the Capitol because we didn't want to. 
Well, certain people didn't want to. Well, I mean, what, what forces it... didn't want to. So what the fuck? Um, what the fuck? Like, like, what in the actual fuck happens now? Like, of course, Joe Biden is going to get like inaugurated, and Kamala is going to get inaugurated. Do they do it? Do they even do a ceremony? Like, do they just like hide in? Like, what? What do they do? Like, what happens well, now? Not hide from these people, they're not hide. Hide is the wrong word. I just mean for safety, for protection, because this is this is now no, like I mean, they're, they're they're legitimately concerned about COVID, but they're not going to do much other than that. You know, they're not going to like, like they can handle this for the inauguration. My concern is that we are now entering a period where this kind of thing is going to, not exactly this, you're not going to storm the Capitol again, but you know where. They can storm smaller places and do shit. You can storm smaller places, you can disrupt more things, you can commit acts of violence in African-American communities. I mean, you could, I mean, we could see targeted assassinations. We are potentially entering a very violent period. And this notion that, that, you know, yesterday was so dramatic that we're now all going to change. That's a fantasy. And the people pushing that fantasy uh, the most are the people who realize that they need to cover their ass a little bit. A lot. And, 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 and that we shouldn't let them get away with it. I mean, and, and, you know, a normal country right now, I mean, the problem is, and this has always been the, the, the problem with, deal, with kind of addressing the impact of the Trump administration is as long as 40% believe it, then you can't have, well, there should be an investigation into what happened yesterday. Who was behind it? Who were the white supremacist groups behind it? They knew, was, dude. Was, they were tracking it. The, they said they knew. They said they were following the chatter all over Twitter and social media. And let me tell you something. Facebook is just as motherfucking complicit as Twitter. Everybody always bashes the shit out of Twitter. Facebook is just as fucking guilty. Mark Zuckerberg is just as fucking guilty yeah. and complicit. And 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 I have to say, I, I, I know that I spend a lot of time on social media and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. For me... We don't need to rehash that, but the bottom line is both of these platforms and YouTube and all of these other places where all this happens, they know what's going on, and they had oh, met, they had time to prepare, but they they during literally during the Democratic debates, during the Democratic debates, Kamala Harris said we should shut down Trump's Twitter account, and everyone said, "Who cares about that issue? That's a dumb issue," and I understand the politics of that, which is that if you do it, then oh my goodness, you shut down the president's Twitter account, but you know. What we learned yesterday is that if you ignore these problems, they don't go away. Right. Right. We let this Trump problem get big. Now, the story of the Trump years is everyone saying, oh, it'll be okay because this, this thing will end it. That thing will end it. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. And that's why yesterday doesn't end it either. Yes, he will no longer be president on January 20th. But who perpetuates that bullshit? My, okay, so it doesn't end, right? Like this, this whole, like now all of the white supremacists, anti-Semites, homophobes, xenophobes, all these hateful people are out from under every fucking rock. And they're all finding ways to, like, get together in all of their stupidity. They can still, like, navigate to meet somehow. They're not dumb enough for that. Right. But, like, who then, who then stop? Like, it. I know it's very, I know stopping it is the wrong word because hate and ignorance and all this other stuff will never really stop as long as people are fed all of the bullshit and continue to perpetuate it in their families. This whole, like, but you can never make the argument again for supporting Trump, but the economy is so good. Fuck your economy. Like, this is absolutely asinine. People are trying to now wiggle out of, like, all of this, like, uh, you know, all of this Trump, you know, how do I get out of, like, saying I voted for this guy or never tell anybody I voted for this guy or screw the economy or I don't care about anything else but the money. But how do this, you just said, like, nobody's going to be held accountable in, in, in Congress. Nobody stood up to say anything. They all did it after the fact. They're all going to perpetuate it moving forward. 
because it will help their causes personally. They don't give a fuck about anything else. What I don't know, like what the, what, 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 I mean, what do we? What, how do you shut the shit back down? How do you push them back? Go back under your rocks, like please go back and hide in your little. I mean, and this is not only trailer parks. This is the suburbs. This is oh, you know. Yeah. You you shut this shit down when you have a Republican Party that is willing to say to their voters, "We're not doing this anymore." Right, and that's why Trump is has Trump's goal here. Trump, the, the threat that Trump has them all scared of is, if you go against me, I'll beat you in a primary. Now, if these people had any integrity, they would just, you know, at this point, they would, would resign for their complicity. But as long as they're afraid of that, they're going to toe this kind of Trumpian line. So the Republican Party could band together and say, anybody who Trump challenges. We will make sure they win. We will put our support, but they're not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And this is what what I just want to stress. We're we're hearing even before yesterday all this talk about the civil war within the Republican Party. There is no civil war within the Republican Party. The party is Donald Trump's. And in the last forty eight hours, I've seen nothing to change my mind. About right, I agree with you. So, whose party does it become once? He walks out of the White House, gets dragged out of the White House, gets 25th. Is, are they going to 25th Amendment his no, ass? Like, what are no, they waiting for? No, no and no. Nothing, nothing. In the time where the, the clock will run out on the presidency. Whose party is it? It's still his party because he still has his people in there. His kids are going to be actively engaging with the party. Uh, Ronna McDaniel, Ron, Ronnie, Ronna, whatever her name is, McDaniel, is still a leader of the, the, the chair of the party. And, and they are still the people who can raise money for the party. So it is still going to be his party. And and also, like, where does a guy like – like, what's the real difference on substance between a Ted Cruz or a Mitt Romney or even a Mitt Romney or a Mitch McConnell? I'm so like, sick of Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney could fuck all the way off. Minimum Mitt they, Romney can go the fuck away. Right. I mean, I mean, you know, if you were not spending the last four years doing everything you can, politically speaking, to get this person out of office, then you're complicit today because – Either that because – or you're so colossally stupid that you couldn't see this coming. You know, the people who said – I mean, remember this this Susan Collins who after the impeachment said, well, he's learned his lesson. Yeah. yeah that worked out. Idiots. I just don't – I mean, it, it, like it's just unreal that this is – this is the – like now this is the problem. Like this is now the problem. Like – you need to be careful. You need to keep your head on a swivel now more than ever because you never know where these motherfuckers are going to pop up. That's right. That's right. I mean, we, we'll see what happens today in various state capitals. But, but I know that in Sacramento, there was violence yesterday. I know that my friends in, in Lansing and in Michigan are concerned. I mean, I think it, 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 it's, it's, the dumb, it, it's the dumb leading the dumb. I think that's what scares – it scares me the most. It's like, it's like the crew that couldn't shoot straight. Like they just – they're all armed. They all looked – part of the problem, too, I think, yesterday, and I am not a military expert by any stretch of the imagination, but when I look in a building and I see people that are wearing the same SWAT gear and the same camouflage and the same Kevlar as the fucking cops and the good, quote-unquote, the good guys, you don't know who the fuck is who. You really don't know who is who. Right. And there and were I plenty think, of people walking I mean, around and, there. And we should, we should really – two things we should mention. About yesterday. One, that, you know, members of Congress were really concerned, were really scared. True. They were, 
I mean, that, that's a real thing, right? There was real damage done and potential for it came that close to much greater damage. That is terror. Secondly, Go ahead. yesterday in the United States, 3,900 people died of COVID. Yeah. None of them, and, and, and yesterday's riot was a, dem, was, was a super spreader event. Correct. Again. I was surprised at how many law enforcement officials were not also yeah. wearing masks. I found that to be just— Well, that's a tip-off. That's a tip-off, right? That means uh. they're, they're dancing with the cult also. I didn't think so, it, well. I mean, this is, and and the day before it was thirty seven hundred. If we're getting above three thousand on a weekday, every weekday dying between now and the inauguration, this is an enormous challenge for the incoming administration. And these challenges, whether it's a, a pandemic or you know a war or something like that, it can weaken. If there's if there's instability, it weakens the government, right? I mean, you know. So, so we are in for, I think, potentially a very rough period here. And this notion that, you know, yesterday, which is, I think, being suggested by some Republicans, pardon me, was some kind of cathartic event, and now we've gotten this out of, us, out of our system. Oh, it's my God. Complete BS. Gotten it um, out of our system. So what does that mean? Like, you absolutely, guns blazing, go in and have the right to do whatever you want, steal furniture? I mean, it was absolutely, like, every, like, when Black Lives Matter was tweeted, like, what happened to when the looting starts, the shooting starts, and that fucking idiot's walking out with that desk over his shoulder? Right. There is just, I mean, absolute, such utter hypocrisy. You can't not see it. You can't not see it. So there are very clearly, I guess, there are two sides, and you really need to pick a motherfucking side at this point. Yeah, I think so. And, 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 and people are desperately trying to avoid picking sides. Yeah, well, then you're then then you deserve whatever you get because if you don't have the yeah, balls I mean, to and, stand up and, now, and, you can fuck all the way off. And 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 but but I also just like for me, what happened yesterday is not something that should change anyone's mind because what happened yesterday right. was inevitable. It was always going to happen. You called it. I mean, and that's one of the things everybody said. You did sadly, but correctly. You did say that it was going to lead to this. You did say it was going to lead to bloodshed. You did say that this was the way that it was going to go toward violence and some type of, like, attempt to, like, do something colossally, well, stupid. But, you know, like, that's why I keep saying, like, if somebody was in that group that could plan, like, they had so much time. That's also something that is really mind-boggling. Really, I mean, it's, right, they they, they, they got in and then what, right? But the point is... Like, the point is they got in. <laughs> right. I mean, imagine if imagine if you know if you, the, the three states, whatever that, that that Trump would need to win, he only switched forty five thousand votes. If he only needed to switch twenty thousand votes, we'd be in a different ballpark, and that, that would have been enough. It would have. This is how close we came to a second Trump term. And there are those in the media who are saying what we saw yesterday was a triumph of the strength of our democratic institutions. No, what we saw was the stupidity of our democratic institutions. If we none of this happens, if we have a popular vote, if we just have you know a a you know instant runoff presidential election or something like that, right? National vote. None of this happens if we don't have all of these places along the way that the Constitution created, not to make the majority rule, but to make it harder for the majority rule. There's all these potential ways. You know, you can stop it at the electoral college, you can stop it at the state legislature, you can stop it in Congress, because the founders didn't want to simply just have the per- to always just rely on the majority. Turns out the majority is what's saving us here, right? So, so I, I think we're in rough shape. I mean, I, I maybe we should just one last thought, which is that Biden's speech yesterday saddened me. 
And the reason it saddened me was because while I understand that Biden's kind of pitch of, you know, I'm a normal, accessible guy with a little bit looking backwards was necessary to get elected. It shows how, to some extent, he doesn't still hasn't fully seem to have processed just how serious this is. And my view is, is not yesterday, but the last four years have been uh, a, an inflection point, as Kamala Harris referred to it, where if we don't, we either, either of these thugs win or we move towards a different and stronger democracy. But to keep plugging along with these institutions isn't going to work. Think of it this way. So you're in a car. Imagine if you had to drive, you know, you're at a restaurant. Well, we don't go to restaurants anymore. Imagine you were in a, in a, at a park 10 miles away, right? Yeah. And, and and as you were getting in your car to go home, you're putting cursor on the back, and you see my right left rear tire is a little bald, right? Yeah. And you say to yourself, well, I can make it to 10 miles home. So you drive home. And then the next morning, you get a call from your mom or something. you got to go back to New Jersey. Well, you know, really, do I drive on that tire one more time? Or even not to New Jersey, you got to go 40 miles out to get some special dog food. You know, you really want to do it 40 miles there. Eventually, what's going to happen? Drive on the highway, your tire blows out, right? Okay. And that's where we are with America, with our institutions. Eventually, we're not going to, I mean, and I would say we've had that twice now. One, we had the Bush presidency. We had the Trump presidency. Those two presidencies combined have been so damaging to this country in this century. And we got them because our Constitution doesn't work. We have a Senate that puts people like Brett Kavanaugh to the court because the Constitution is outdated and doesn't work anymore. And it's only going to get worse. This should be a moment where thoughtful, small-D Democrats recognize we have to find a way to at least modify our institutions to make them more democratic and less cumbersome. Who's doing that? Who's going to do that? Is that going to happen? I don't know. But that's that's what concerns me. And I don't think Biden's up. As much as I'm grateful that he's going to be the president in a couple of weeks. Well, I think I think the gratefulness also just comes for some semblance of whatever, like yeah. in quotes, normalcy will be, and somebody who can actually make decisions for what right, should be the good problem. of I mean, the you people. Know, I'd be grateful for anything other than for you know this uh, spatula from Trump. Oh my God! I th- okay. Oh. I don't know how to even. I guess we just go watch and see what happens. I mean, I, I, I don't even, I haven't watched the news at all today. I've been burned. I, I've been suspended from every Twitter account I've tried to open. They will, somebody hacked me. I cannot get back on Twitter. I have to tell you, and I do use it for my news. And now I have to find right. another like news source until like I can unsuspend or find a way like to have my mom set up a Twitter account for me so that I can well, at go least to the Mitchell minute. That'll give you 60 seconds to start. Yeah. Day. Well, it's, I think we're going to have to extend the Mitchell minute to like multiple Mitchell minutes a day because the news is changing so rapidly okay. that you need to maybe do like a morning Mitchell minute, a lunchtime Mitchell minute, and then an evening Mitchell minute. It's a lot. It's like, it comes a lot of work, but you have a lot, but it's a Okay. But it's, let me tell you something. I have to say people listen. It's very helpful. And it breaks down shit so people like me can, like, understand and comprehend, like, what's going right, on. Well, well, I, we can talk offline about that. Yeah, but I think three minutes will be good. And I think – look how well the Mitchell Minute took off. You're welcome very much. But uh... – let's talk, let's talk <laughs> offline, okay? All right, Lincoln. Listen, it's always it's always somewhat calming <laughs> to talk to I you. And I love, I love seeing your face and that you're not bleeding from the neck this morning. That's And your hair looks good, right. and I like when you wear your smart glasses. So right. I'll, uh, I'll get this going and uh, – Stay tuned, and if anything pops off, and because I'm not on the Twitter, please text me, and we could do like a part 30. There might be 9,000 parts to this podcast, but we did it. It's 31 minutes, and I'm going to shut up now. All right. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye, Linky. Right on. All right, bye. All right, I know Lincoln wants to wrap this up in 30. Lincoln's part is wrapped in 30, so he's good. I'm going to try not to go on for another like 17 gazillion hours because what, what more can I say? It is 
it is uh whew, it is something else it is something else to to watch that unfold in real fucking time to literally watch a white domestic terror event unfold in real time with a free pass given to the white domestic terrorists who also happen to be looting sans any shooting is is was stunning it would you can't even you are left speechless as you watch that happen unless you are like me a screaming lunatic at the tv especially when all these motherfuckers come back into congress talking about now enough is enough really now really no sorry it was enough was enough when that motherfucker rode down the escalator on day one and called Mexicans rapists and drug dealers. You, everyone knew who the fuck this guy was. So I don't even want to hear it. And and all it and that pissed. I I don't know what pissed me off more. People that were finally like, yeah, Mitt Romney, yeah, Lindsey Graham, yeah, no, hell fucking no. Too motherfucking late. You let this motherfucking bully who gives zero fucks about anybody but himself. And maybe his daughter, because he still wants to bang her. Get away with literally murder. Literally crimes against humanity. Literally theft. Grifting. Stealing. And thank God he's probably too fucking dumb to even remember the nuclear codes. I mean, I don't know. I I can go on and I can go on and I can go on because Colin Kaepernick, silent knee in protest. Black Lives Matter marches. Marching, literally putting their lives on the line to march to save their lives and the lives of their kids and the lives of their families and the lives of their friends. How, I mean, they get shot at for marching to protest being shot at. Yet the white people are let, the gates are parted like the red fucking sea and they are granted free access into the fucking capital. That is, by by the crew led by like Duck Dynasty and Chewbacca and a guy wearing a Camp Auschwitz t-shirt. So everybody, everybody that is not one, that is not a Trump death cult moron member Best keep their head on a swivel because they come in for all of us. There is definitely a list of who they want to get first, second, third, and fourth. They will take anyone they can get at this point. And I think everyone needs to be careful. Everyone needs to check themselves. Everyone needs to know where they stand, who they are, what they believe in, what they fight for, and hopefully... Not willing, not not what they're willing to die for. I, I mean, that is that is the terrifying part of like while there is a global pandemic going on. So please spare me the minimum Mitt Romney shit. Please spare me the Lindsey Graham shit. Lindsey, go the fuck away, far away, and never come back. Because you golfed with this motherfucker. You went to dinner with this motherfucker. You sat in the bunker with this motherfucker. You perpetuated all of this motherfucker's plans, all, all, everything that him and his little vampire Nazi Stephen Miller wanted to accomplish. And maybe, just maybe, they should round up 
all of these fucking Trump MAGA morons and throw open the let the let the brown kids they kidnapped out of the cages and put these motherfuckers in. But that'll never happen. It's not gonna I agree with Lincoln that that is not gonna happen. So good luck to that restorative justice that we talked about in other podcasts. I don't know. I'm done. I am do, I am done. I think that every every Trump should be arrested except for Barron. Every member of Congress who perpetuated this shit should lose at least at the minimum, lose their job. There's not enough time, to, 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 I guess, to take them all to trial, to arrest them all, to prosecute them all. I know Lincoln could talk about that, and he's going to be like, you have to pick your battles. Fuck that. This is, this is, this is some serious bullshit, and I, know, and I know that I am not going to rehash this whole podcast. And sadly, this is who we are. This is, we need to not be this. We need to find a way to overcome this somehow. I don't have the answers. I do not know. I know we, it's, we need to vote the right people in. We need, to, we, we, need to, we need to work where we're at. At the grassroots level, at, the, where, it, at home, in your neighborhood, in your community. Because th- they're coming for everybody that doesn't look like them or think like them. And that's a goddamn fact. What else is a fact is that you need to follow Lincoln for his Mitchell Minute on Instagram at Lincoln A. Mitchell. You need to check him out on Twitter at Lincoln Mitchell. You need to follow, go check out his website, LincolnMitchell.com. Uh, you can come, we're still jamming on the, on the Instagram. The Coronavirus Live DJ Jam is still going on 300 nights strong. It's fucking crazy. That in 65 nights we'll have been doing this for a year. Every night, 8 o'clock. Uh, at Doodleheads on the Instagram Live. Um, it's been, it, and it's not just a jam. We got the jam fam, and it is literally a family. And and, and if, if you just want to come hang out, you want to chat, you don't have to chat, you want to request music, you want to dance, you want to sing, you want to bring what you bring, bring yourself. And uh, I don't have, I, I don't know where else I can go. I mean, I can go on and on and on because this, this, ugh, just, ugh, just, just follow the memes that are going around. Follow Black Lives Matter. Follow smart people. Ask, uh, ask questions if you, if you have any to people that can answer them like Lincoln, um, you know, just wear a mask, wash your hands, check on your people, be a good fucking human being. Spread a little love. Spread a lot of love. Stay home. Don't go to super spreader events. Just, just fucking, just save the goddamn planet and let let let's work on uh, saving humanity. I mean, that's a big order to fill, I guess. Uh, and that that's it. That's a wrap. I'm 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 I don't know. I just, at this point, what the fuck do I even know anymore? Uh, I don't even, I, some days I don't even know what day it is, but uh, I guess that's uh, that's the new normal. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging. Uh, and until the next time, peace and hair grease. Uh-huh.